Hello, Rebels. You're listening to a free audio version of my show, Rebel Roundup, where we cover the hottest Rebel stories of the week. If you like the podcast, then you should become a premium content subscriber. That gets you access to the video version of my show, as well as shows from Ezra Levent and Sheila Gunn-Reed. It's only $8 a month to subscribe, and as a special bonus for you, we are offering a 10% discount if you use the coupon code PODCAST. Just go to premium.rebelnews.com to become a member. Thank you for listening, and now, enjoy the show. Welcome to a special edition of Rebel Roundup, ladies and gentlemen, and the rest of you. So, what's so special about this edition, you ask? Well, all of your favorite rebels are currently on assignment, hard at work the world over. They're digging into some very important breaking news stories and making some exciting videos in the process. Yes, they are producing the sort of hard-hitting journalism you just won't see anywhere else. So in place of the usual interviews with yours truly, we're going to run their standalone video reports instead. So please feel free to grab some popcorn, sit back and enjoy. Hong Kong trying to uncover the other side of the story, to share with the world the side of the story that Beijing doesn't want the world to hear. We came to Hong Kong just a few days before a massive election was held, and it really was a historic election for Hong Kong. There was a massive sweep for the Democrat Party here. The pro-democracy camp won an overwhelming victory, over 90% of the seats. This is an amazing movement that we're seeing here today and it's being capped off here tonight in an evening of song. They're singing uh, Glory to Hong Kong and Can You Hear the People Sing. Tonight is a time when they're thinking about the folks that are trapped in PolyU. There's still 20 students in PolyU and their fate is yet unknown. These folks here held a moment of silence amid their song and it really was an emotional night. It was something like I've never seen before. When Rebel News came here, we weren't sure what we were going to find. What we did find was millions of Hong Kongers passionate to hold on to the liberty that was left to them at the handover from the British Empire to what they have today with their basic law. We found people willing to stand eye to eye with riot police, to stand up for their fellow protesters who are now locked in PolyU. We found people who will gather in an auditorium like this to sing and remember those that they've lost 
in these protests. Don't forget, many people have been arrested, thousands. Many people have committed suicide, allegedly, at the hands of what looks like to be the police. We faced off with Regina Ip. She's the head of the new People's Party here in Hong Kong. She's someone who has a direct hand in the police brutality that we've seen here. We've seen people who have been curb stomped by the police, people who have been bowled over with riot shields. These people really have something to fight for. And I know I speak on behalf of Rebel News when we say we stand with the people of Hong Kong. world at large, I would like them to keep reporting on Hong Kong. The world needs to know that our government is lying to the world, that they make it sounds like it's not just a small number of people who are trying to divide the government, which is not. A majority of Hong Kong people are fighting against the government. We want five demands to be met. <laughs> York University in Toronto to ask students what they knew about the violent protests that occurred last week when Israeli soldiers visited campus to discuss the Arab-Israeli conflict after being invited by a Jewish student group. I wanted to hear if students knew about the anti-Semitic statements that were being hurled and the violence that took place on the part of the pro-Palestinian protesters. What I found to be astonishing is that some of the individuals I talked with didn't want to admit that the anti-Semitic slurs were spouted forth, and they tried to put the blame for the violence on the other side. Last week, the, some Israeli soldiers came to talk about um, Israel and about the Arab-Israeli conflict, yeah. and there was a protest. So what do you know about the protest? Honestly, I've heard from some friends, which are kind of part of it, and then they're saying how the Palestinians were there and peacefully protesting, and then supposedly the other group uh, sorry, using violence. People just like stormed the whole building and were yelling and screaming and chanting. Uh, it was pretty upsetting that even in uh, today's day and age, we still have uh, people coming to cause violence on campus for people who just want to express their opinions. Um, it was kind of scary because I easily could have been at that event and uh, there was an ambulance called and it's just uh, very upsetting. You heard about the protest and yeah. you said you were there, right? Yes, I was there. Okay, so what do you think about what happened there? Uh, so basically, there were a lot of protesters uh, for Palestine mm -hmm. against an event for uh, IDF soldiers from campus. Yeah. And actually, like what I saw, the protesters were so peaceful. They didn't like do anything violent. There was a lot of like violence. chaos and violence and stuff going on. Those screaming just didn't look good for the school, to be honest. Like didn't look good. It wasn't a good look. Was it the protesters who were becoming violent? It looked it looked like that, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. The violence, mm -hmm. 
I think that's just unacceptable at any school, right? You can be against or for whatever you want. It's, you know, freedom of speech, but I feel like the whole point of the event was, yeah, go and listen to what they have to say if you want to challenge them and yeah, ask questions, especially, you know, if you um, have good points and you want to ask them these questions, that's, you know, the, I don't think that yelling and screaming and starting violence is going to get anyone on your side, no matter what you're standing for, right? In the, in the video, what I've seen, it looked like the protesters were being, the violent, were being violent. So you guys reject that, like, you say that it didn't happen. They didn't say these hateful quotes no, and no violence happened. No, 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 no. not from not, our not, side. Not, not from not our from side. The, not yeah, from the I have videos of yeah, them I have attacking videos us. Too. There yeah. was a, a guy from the other side, he wore, like, a MAGA hat. He, like, called the protesters like bad things he yeah. he was so racist yeah. and sexist and islamophobic yeah uh he was like go back to your countries you got our, our protection from us and like honestly like i heard chants words from them like yeah. not us at all what did they, they chant they were like you got for your protection from us uh, not not just this guy uh, like um, i heard it from multiple like persons from their side. Did you hear about the violence that took place? There was punching and like scuffling around and also some of the um, things that were being said like go back to the ovens. You heard of those comments? Yeah. Yeah. Did you, so you haven't heard that how, um, you know, a fight started no. and about how some really angry statements were said like uh, go back to the ovens and uh, from Toronto to Gaza, yeah, globalize the Intifada. So these are really anti-Jewish statements, yeah. anti-Israel statements. Mm -hmm. And um, I've heard a couple people share that they think that the, um, that the pro-Jewish side is the one who started the fight. But that's according right. to the news stories out there, that's not what's being shared. Do you think that there's a missing story in the news or do you think uh, other people are, are sharing another narrative? I feel like, honestly, I feel like there's a missing story, but even though, even if the missing story wasn't missing, like what happened was not like, proper in a sense, you know? Did you also hear about the slogans they were saying, like, go back to the ovens and, and the other one that were, they were saying from Toronto to Gaza, like, um, let's start a global intifada? I did not hear that. In fact, I'm not that educated on the topic, I'm not going to lie. So I can't really share too many opinions. I just don't think that school should have any violence. It's a safe space, right? Yeah, those are all terrible things that I heard when I was in Israel, and there were riots there, and people being attacked and stabbed and shot. Same exact words, Antifada, Antifada, is what they shout there, and they were shouting the same thing here on campus. So it's not like we don't have knives here that could be used for the same purposes if they wanted to take it to the next step on their end. So uh, it's really uh, disheartening, really, because I thought in Canada we might be past that, but it looks like we're not. There were chants about the Intifada, but that's, that's it. Like, there, was, there were no ovens or, or sort of that yeah, at all. Were. It was like Viva... Palestine and Viva Intifada. Uh, I saw signs all over the campus where it said, um, don't let them in, no Israeli soldiers on campus, and there was, it said protest, protest, and then I heard There was even a picture of a, uh, an edited photo of an Israeli soldier strangling a child. Right. I heard that was edited. I heard it wasn't real. It was photoshopped. They had put around campus a flyer with, um, which had been modified, but it was of an Israeli soldier strangling a child. It wasn't a real image. They had edited it.
yeah that's yeah like stuff like that's unfortunate that it's taking place and i feel like we need to be more conscious of everybody that's around us did you think there was any violence or you didn't hear about any slurs that were said or anything I don't think there was violence on the people protesting for palestine but i think the people that anti the people supporting israel and everything that that ended up coming but i don't blame them for the way they were because What's happening over there, like, it's kind of crazy. Like, there's people getting murdered during prayers, stuff like that. Like, that's what you see on the news. They, that the Israel, Israelis are murdering the, the Palestinians? Yeah, like, that's stuff you see on the news. We're not even sure if it's real or not, but I don't, I don't blame the Palestine, Palestine, Palestinians for reacting the way they did. Um, that they were, they, like, punched people and shoved people and stuff like that. Is, is that okay? They're kind of angry, you know? You didn't see any punching or shoving? I saw punching, but it came first from the other side because they were trying to rip like the flags of the Palestinian yeah, flags. Yeah, I too. They were and trying they to were, rip like, it. The, yeah. uh, like the protesters were retaliating mm-hmm. against like the first, um, yeah. like the first uh, attacks from the other yeah. side. Yeah. Other than that, it was so like it was peaceful. It Even was the peaceful, chants, yeah. the chants were not anti-Semitic. Do you think the school will? Um, punish those who were involved in trying to hurt uh, others, like there was punching and scuffling, or you think they're going to just let it go? Absolutely not. Uh, if you looked at the uh, email that the dean sent, um, there, she was intentionally ambiguous when she said there were groups here uh, to cause violence. That could obviously refer to the uh, JDL as well as the uh, pro-BDS uh, protesters, and I think she intentionally left it ambiguous like that. Even though the JDL did not come to cause violence, they were there to protect people for a good reason, because there was violence and they knew there would be. So by leaving things ambiguous like that, she's leaving one foot out the door to make sure that uh, she doesn't actually have to respond to these allegations. Do you think that um, they're going to, the people who became violent, the protesters who became violent are going to get in trouble for that, or you think it's going to slide? I feel like it's gonna slide, to be honest. In a yeah, way. I don't. Yeah, probably slide. Mm-hmm. Do you think that there is any room for violence at a protest? Oh no, for sure not. Okay. Not at all. I think that in in a protest, you have to be required to be civil and hear. You know, what I'm saying both sides of the story, regardless on your right. I feel like that violence on both sides definitely shouldn't have been a thing. So I think it was wrong on both ends for sure. Well, thanks so much, ladies and gentlemen, for watching yet another edition of Rebel Roundup. And hey, never forget, without risk, there can be no glory. Good night.